Episode 40, Currency for Currency. Today's discussion for tomorrow's financial freedom is titled Fallen Grace. Part two of our list conversation in which we discuss your mind, money, and home life, resignations, landlord protection, and COVID inflation. Cuomo's out, Hotchel's in. The question is, how does the fall from grace show us where to begin? Join us as we discuss the MMH factors and give you golden nuggets on how to cash in on your currency. We'll get to the point of prove it or lose it. How missteps could instantly upset it all. Let's get into it. Currency for currency, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Currency for Currency. And this is the place where you get today's discussion for tomorrow's financial freedom. I am Nyosha and I'm joined by my amazing co-host. She's back, Miss Mo Money. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> oh my God, I wish they could see Let's see the animations. <laughs> hey, give me a joke, my money. The teacher, the English teacher, said, give me the opposite opposite of this sentence. Children in the dark makes mistakes. And then the kid says, mistakes in the dark make children. <laughs> mistakes in the dark make children. <laughs> That's the <our> opposite. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh my gosh, that's, <laughs> that's it, a man. cute one. It sure is. Moving back to the list. Ooh, Cuomo. Mm. Cuomo. Okay, we're going to part two. If you want to start talking about Cuomo, all right, part two. Because <laughs> you know, can I just say this before we go into it? it I, you know, I don't know. This one just—it's hard to see a leader fall. And you hear that term, a fall from grace, you know, not that I don't believe these women. And I want to definitely say that's not where I'm going with this, but it's just hard when you see effective leaders go through something like this. Leaders that have led tremendously openly candidly um it's just hard to see it's hard to see i I wouldn't even say leaders let's talk about him because no but i'm telling you my feelings can hello were you but you said leaders you said leaders yeah because what other leaders we've seen other leaders go through similar things right you know but i'm just thinking about oh on general leaders okay i get it Yes. <laughs> yes. I was talking about general leaders. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Cause I say you sitting, you sitting on the edge of your seat. Like you itching, itching, No, I was listening. No, no, no. I was listening. But when you, you, when I thought that you were, um, I felt like you were deluding the fact that you are alluding to Cuomo's particular situation, being that he was a very, um, like person um they let's be honest they canceled canceled the president 
BT, because I don't use that word in my house, um, during the pandemic, mm -hmm. because everybody was looking forward to mm -hmm. someone that they felt that they could trust, mm -hmm. and that person was Cuomo. Mm -hmm. So you have the situation where a governor in New York, which took New York, which is the hardest hit mm -hmm. state in the United States, when this pandemic thing went down and he brought us back until we're not the worst state and that we were doing very well, but also he was the one that everybody was tuning into. Right. It was like Oprah's on, Cuomo's exactly. on. I knew not to call some of my friends during that time right. because they was listening. They needed guidance, just like after 9-11. We needed guidance. We needed right. to hear something. Right. And here on the TV on a daily basis, mm -hmm. this guy made it his job to the point where no one was even listening to the president of that time. Exactly. They were so listening to a call. That's what I'm saying. When you see someone take that much effective leadership, <clears throat> It's hard to see them then fall from that throne. Right, right. And, and my thing is, and I, and as the person that's been a victim of um, sexual abuse, oh yeah, <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, I wasn't there. But what I can tell you is, when I listened to his attorney, who gave, in my opinion, an excellent rebuttal to the allegations they said oh he was on eight or nine counts one was he was on tv the cameras are there and the doctor put the swab up his nose just get ready to stick the swab up his nose and she's in all his protective gear and he says you make that gown look good hmm. it's a paper gown hmm. that was one of the counts of sexuals um wow that someone felt uncomfortable wow it's not illegal and I just noticed how every time they came up with something, I would read it. Oh, he touched the lady's skin. Mm -hmm. At a wedding where he wasn't acting on the capacity of, yeah. you know, government. And yeah. he's at a friend's wedding, goes there. He puts his hand on somebody's back and her whole back was out. Right. There was no cloth back there. Right. He touched my skin. And then he asked somebody else, do you date old, um, older men? And she was like, whatever she said. There's nothing wrong with you asking these questions and right. someone feeling a, a little funny about it. And then he walked away. Yeah. So I noticed how it was like three and four and five. And it was very silly stuff. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, someone comes up, he touched my breast. Now, wait a minute. You yeah. may have felt a little funny when he you know, grabbed your face and kissed you the Italian way on either side and nothing else happened. He didn't grope you. But all these people, and then all of a sudden, when everybody's like, oh, you're being silly. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, it was heightened to, he put his hand up my blouse. Yeah. And his attorney said, no, that's a blatant lie. Because yeah. the woman that said it would happen, and you could watch this on for yourself. Um, that it happened on November 25th. Not only wasn't she there on um, November 25th, she wasn't there the whole month of November. Mm. So in my opinion, if someone just put their hands up my blouse mm -hmm. and the best rebuttal you could come to, why didn't you say something immediately? 
is because he was scary. He's no longer scary or a threat if he's outside, you get outside that door. And then other people that was there on that day when she was there saying that she seemed no different than when she went in or whatever happened. So if you listen to the rebuttal, and I'm not going to tell you the whole thing, it was interesting on how they took that particular person apart and what that lady's particular vendetta was. Um, that wants to play like, well, I'm not saying play, that wants to now say that she was um, she was sexually abused. Yeah. And I think it's even more important that after the rebuttals come out, there's like, okay, we good. We don't, we don't need to do all of that. We don't need to go through a whole impeachment. It's what they had to write. Well, which actually they're, yeah, they're going to still move forward. Um, no, they said they dropped it. No, they're still continuing their investigation. As of when? Earlier, um, it was earlier in the week they said they continue their investigation. All right. Well, that's interesting because if they investigate and they may end up showing that it was just a ruse to get him out because if he wins, um, if they take him through it, that's going to make him a bigger, more even uh, powerful. Mm -hmm. Because this guy is powerful. His father did it. He's doing it. Um, you know, he has a bridge after his father is trying to make it back into the Tappan Zee Bridge. Very silly. Yeah. Um, and he could come back if they, you know, and run for governor again, run for president, and do whatever he wants. So it'd be interesting to see if they do go ahead through with the um, with trying to impeach him, or we'll know it with smoke and mirrors if they back off. Yeah. Well, they're going to investigate him one way they're going to continue down the thread of investigating them one way or another but you know I too think that a lot of those allegations and uh, claims of, of abuse or assault in my opinion also someone that has been abused personally think they were a little far-fetched because as you were saying it with the one that said you know you make that gown look good i'm thinking to myself like man how many times have i made a a comment like that to somebody and it's just my nature you know i'm a flirtatious person and i sometimes am playful but i don't mean anything by it you know sometimes people are in such a bad place I personally just want to bring some smile or laughter to their day. You know, right. I had a, a girl bring out to my car something that I ordered and she looked like she lost her best friend. Her head was slumped to the side. You know, I think I told you this story. Her head was slumped to the side, you know, and she was just like moping. She was like, oh, I need to confirm your name. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, you look like you're having a really, really bad day. And I was like, that pretty face, you should get a smile on it, right? Is that something that I would think would turn into sexual harassment or make someone wow. feel uncomfortable? No, I would. I mean, you know, I didn't find her attractive, but I wanted to give her a nice compliment, something that would make her smile, right. something that would uplift her. And so like you hearing those things, it was like, come on, really, really? I just found them all to be, um, it, everything was just like so timely. And, and I'm, and I'm always like, okay, just looking at it from all angles, you know, just like when Cosby was 
accused and then found guilty and, and sentenced. You know, that was hard to believe because of who he was as a public figure. And I get that things are hard to believe because of who people are as public figures. You have to look at all the facts. You have to consider both sides of the case. You know, I'm not taking one side or the other. But I will stand on my comment that when you have a leader, a very strong leader, it is just very difficult to see them fall from that grace of leadership. That's all I'm saying. That's the, that's the only important point that I'm going to stand on. Yes. Well, you know, let's, can we go into a little more Cuomo Cuomo? Go into Cuomo Cuomo. Okay. Cuomo Cuomo. Okay. Yeah. He had pissed off a lot of people. Oh, yeah. A very powerful and rich people. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to do one. Maybe you know one and we go back and forth. But one of the things that pissed him off is that he would make sure very large projects got done on time and in budget. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue because some of these larger construction companies will run a, a, something 50, $100 million over budget, mm-hmm. all kinds of millions of dollars. And he did that with the the, the, tapping, the then Tappan Z Bridge. That came in uh, on time and at budget. And when you do something like that, these people are used to doing certain business a certain way and filling other people's pockets. And that was an issue. Um, I'm gonna start with that one. You wanna do one? So when you think about just a legislative perspective, while we saw him as a great leader externally, internally, you know, amongst his colleagues, he had a really iron and tight fist. And so when you think about support, um, he just unfortunately did not have that support from his colleagues or his caucus, if you will, because they didn't always feel that they, look at the mayor, the mayor of New York City and how they butt heads. That's a very specific example. So, you know, the mayor of New York City would say one thing, yeah, you know, schools are gonna go back in September. We don't know if schools are gonna go back in September. It was like a direct contradiction or a rebuttal to whatever the mayor of New York City was saying. So it was like taking that control out of his hand, reminding him, no, I have the final say here. And a lot of lawmakers, don't like that rule of governing, right? So he had a very tight fist when it came to um, laws and governing in the state of New York. Not saying again, it's right or wrong. I'm standing um, neutral here, but he wasn't favored amongst the lawmakers in his state. Right. Yeah, I I think some, him and the mayor, there was something that happened. The mayor said, well, I'm going to make an announcement. At first, he was like, no, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. And then I forgot what it was, but um, Bloomberg was going to, not Bloomberg, I'm sorry. The Blasio mm-hmm. was going to make some announcement. And he jumped out and made the announcement after he said two days early, he wasn't going to make it. But when de Blasio came out and said, yeah, I'm going to do it. So there's a little stuff back and forth. But I was talking about and how he was um, in regards to the tap and Z came in um, um, on time under budget. He also did the same thing for the second Avenue tunnel. 
Hmm. He also, um, he was cutting them up. He um, also did this whole thing with this rent thing that everybody's going crazy, people are abusing it. Um, where tenants are just not, they're getting the money. They are, they may still be working. If they're not working, they're getting more money than when they were working. And you know, you can't touch them in court because of the moratorium. And that pissed off a lot of people. I mean, even me, I, that I've been affected, not where any of my tenants didn't pay, but I've seen it, how it affected people not getting evicted, people are abusing the system. Mm-hmm. And that pissed off a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But then he went around and told people, well, don't pay your mortgages too. Mm-hmm. And that pissed off the mm-hmm. banks. Mm-hmm. So you have it like all over the place, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And then they just recently came down with this thing that says, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to quote it because I didn't write it down but um that it they had to say that you cannot certify our our um yourself to being having a hardship well because there's a there's something in the law that says you can't be a judge in your own case basically mm-hmm. when determining what's going to happen to you but people, all they had to do if the landlord had said, I want my money, is go fill out a piece of paperwork and hand it into court. There's nothing proving you, how did you have a heart? Did you lose your job? So they were allowed to self-certify themselves. Imagine if we were allowed to self-certify ourselves. Right. Oh, I went to school for eight years. I'm a lawyer. Right. <laughs> Oh, it's a lot of people walking around there. The medical, they think they're medical doctors. They can diagnose. Right, but they, they, this was allowed. Science. This mm-hmm. was allowed. And then you get a year and a half into this thing and say, oh, that shouldn't be allowed. No one noticed. No one noticed that this people were being able to self-certify themselves in this manner. Really? Yeah. And then how do you make it up to the landlord? Okay, right. if you are paying your mortgage and you're unable to pay your mortgage, let's say you have a you have 14 years on your mortgage yeah. and you don't pay for two years, then they take that two years and put it on the bar back of mm-hmm. your uh, mortgage. Your mortgage. So you have 16 years. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna repay these landlords, especially you know, I mean, all landlords, but especially the ones that only have a two-bed, two-family or three-family right. that's going through the same pandemic situations where they may not be working. And they, did you ask the landlords of those houses? Right. How, they- how do they self-certify? Because a lot of people ran my phone. Oh, I don't have to pay my mortgage. I said, don't start with that foolishness. Go pay your mortgage. Yeah. Now, people call me and say, well, we lost half the income then don't just stop paying as some people do. Call your bank and what happens? You have to go through a a circumstances as a a homeowner that has a mortgage and the bank certified through maybe you got a pink slip or you're on unemployment or they beat VOE job verification that you're not working, that you're not, you know, and and you required 
if you had a mortgage to go through a certain circumstances, series of circumstances to say that, you know, you shouldn't be paying your mortgage because something has changed. But then the tenant, all they had to do was fill out a piece of paper. Right. That's right. crazy. Yeah. So and how do we fix this? Without- how do you fix it? And how do you get the, the landlords? How do you, you know what I'm thinking about on the flip side of this? How do you, for the real estate market, get people to invest in multifamily homes, right? How do you get them to think about having tenants knowing that tenants may not be able to pay or if they get them in there, six months down the line, if we go through this again, they may be pet stuck paying this mortgage on their own, right? Like, how do you convince people this is the route that they're supposed to go and convince landlords, um, owners rather, that they should not walk away from the property? They shouldn't feel hopeless and helpless. How do you convince people to do that? million dollar question right that's a million a lot of talk and no action stuff going mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. I, I have actually let me see i pulled up this came up whereas in bergen county mm-hmm. that's a portion of new york bergen county like you got westchester county you got the five boroughs you got putnam and bergen county there was a rent relief application deadline on August 31st. Mm-hmm. And it says, who's eligible? Mm-hmm. Okay. Low um, loss income due to pandemic. Mm-hmm. At least a month behind in your rent or your utilities. Earn less than $54,950 a year as an individual. And $62,800 as a couple. Mm-hmm. And less than $78,500 family of four. So here's Bergen saying, look, you missed some payments. Prove it that you missed some payments. And we'll come in and we'll assist you in getting your rents back up. Where is this for New York City? And then what happens one quick second, when you can't prove that you had a hardship, what happens to that landlord's money? Right. So to the point you know, because I do modifications and short sales. Shameless plug, shameless plug. <laughs> it is a very burdensome and document heavy process for homeowners <laughs> to document their hardship. All that you're describing is documentation of a hardship, right? Prove that you're going through this hardship. And with the pandemic, I mean, listen, we all have faced it. There should have been an expedited and a very drilled down approach for both landlord and tenant. But then also there should have been some relief given to not only the tenant, but to the landlord as well. You know, like the moratorium, the rent moratorium, the eviction moratorium that was given to the tenant, right? How about giving a mortgage moratorium to the landlord? Well, they did. They, they, he went out and told people not to pay their mortgage. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, uh, oh, okay. sans him saying don't pay. Do you like, everyone has to be in agreement with this, right? Banks have to be in agreements with this. 
nationwide, it should have been, if we're going to save the tenant, then we also have to save the landlord as well. And that's the sort of point of the question that I raised. How do you convince people it's still a great time to buy multifamilies one? And how do you convince landlords not to walk away from the properties? Remember what happened when the real estate bubble burst some years back, right? We talked, what yep. was that in... Um, 2007 2008 yeah that was yeah remember what happened people were just walking away from their houses they were walking away from their homes why because they felt hopeless helpless and they had no way of catching up those mortgage payments just ballooned on them double and triple in some cases yeah yeah so what i'm saying is if you have a landlord to the point that you raised who just like the tenant cannot afford to pay the mortgage and is trying to find a new job or, you know, they just went through their savings. Like, how do you keep them afloat? And from not walking away and moving with their parents down in South Carolina and, and restarting for their, it's very true. Yeah. How do you yeah. do it? Yeah. Well, I, there's, there for attempt of it is that you just shrugged his arms and like, yeah, I don't know don't pay your mortgage either. When they don't pay you, you don't pay them because then you do have a hardship when the tenant that was paying you, that was their, their piss poor attempt in my opinion. Yeah. And in regards to nationwide doing it, um, I've learned more about the word United in the United States than mm-hmm. I ever understood in my life and I'm over 55 years old. Um, every place is governed by See, like an AARP commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> You're governed by itself and to the point where now a lot of governors are saying, we'll leave it up to the individual school districts, the mask, no mask. Oh. It's, 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 a, it's a mess. Everything is a mess. Oh, so they're gosh. not going to do it on the, govern- on the federal level. You know but what? The money that was lost. Right. You know, you, you see so more, more uh, the stores aren't empty, though. No, the stores Louis aren't Vuitton, empty. Macy's, hmm. people out there living their best life, buying cars, not paying their rent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a misstep to tell people that they didn't have to pay their rent. And these you know, without prices. any proof. Oh, my God. We could talk it's about like, that all day. Let me tell you. So the other day, I ordered some food, right? And... <laughs> This is the most hilarious thing. I ordered some shrimp farm with ziti. Mm-mm-mm. They just sent me the shrimp. No ziti. $22 for six pieces of shrimp. I'm like, Jesus. where's my pasta? Oh, we gotta charge you for the pot. I'm like, what the heck? Wanted to how charge much, me how like, much was that? How much was that pasta for? They wanted to charge me like seven, eight dollars just for the pasta. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I could go to the store and buy four boxes of pasta, large size, family size boxes. You want to charge Woo! me what? Because you made a mistake. So yeah, you know, you you're thinking about what you can spend because this is the point I raised earlier, what you can spend because you haven't been spending. But now, you know, let's talk about inflation rates. Like there are just so many things that you have to think about. And we went through a very healthy list today and all these things somehow affect your mind, your money, or your home life. And you're only going to get that on currency for currency, right? Where else do you get 
your my money and home all tied together like that where do you get it no place no place at all so man you guys gotta come on back you gotta share the list and share your list nine's gonna give it to you (laughs) You know what felt good? I was out actually. Um, we were at Playland Park and I saw a couple people with DMX shirts on, and that felt so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very nice. I didn't know him um, personally, but just to be around people that knew him and just felt his presence and energy and through his music you felt like you knew him so just awesome awesome spirit gone but yeah no real cool dude man you're right i did i've seen them t-shirts out there too yeah it's pretty (laughs) i was out there with (laughs) you just look at her just putting business all on front street Uh yeah i've seen them i've seen to them yep you've seen them Miss Mo Money is listen. Whenever there's an opportunity to hang out with Mo, it's a it's a great day. So <laughs> that was an awesome time. Awesome Absolutely. time. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. So speaking of awesome time, we've had an awesome time today talking about the list and everything that you need to know to keep you current and keep your currency current more importantly so share the list subscribe like and share and consider supporting the podcast it keeps us going it keeps you going right keeps us focused and current and come on back come on back with a big snack attack and we'll see you all next week (laughs) bye-bye bye-bye guys Hey, thanks for joining us today. We brought you the dollars and definitely the cents so you could cash in on all your MMH factors. So come on back, grab more nuggets, and get your mind, your money, and your home all addressed in one place. It's currency for currency, y'all. See you next time.